0: Alexis Thompson and I'm Don McLean, and we are from the Twin Cities. My talk 107.1. We do a a weekday show talking about entertainment and pop culture. We both binged the OA on Netflix, and we're breaking it down episode by episode.
1: So hopefully, you heard the other two episodes, and you didn't just jump in on this podcast at episode three. That'd be kind of weird. Kinda, yeah.
0: <laughs> kind of strange. Yeah. just like the weird witch lady said to. <laughs> Prairie, when she died again, which happens in this episode. You
1: mean Katoon? Katoon. The weird
0: witch lady. <laughs> uh-huh, with the warts and looks like a witch in the bangle bracelets. So and the Pier 1 uh, quilt yes. that she wears. Okay. A little blankie, her quilt, yes. Which is, we're jumping ahead of ourselves. <laughs> we are. As we do, as we, we like go this show,
1: we hate this show. There <sighs> are things we love and hate about the show. So we're going to be honest with you guys and break down show episode by episode, like Alexis said, um, but sometimes you're going to hear us make fun of it.
0: Yeah. It's just kind of a natural thing because, uh, well, as we're going through, there's a few things that really, did that really happen? And come on. Yeah. Oh, there's some singing that happens that we're a little like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, some other things, too, like a ring. But let's start from the beginning in episode three. What happens? Okay, so Nancy, Prairie's adoptive mom, she's in Costco. They're in Costco again! Yeah. They must have some kind of an agreement with Costco. You think? Unless they're obsessed with Costco like we are and we get paid nothing for talking about it. True. And eating samples.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, my friend's grandma goes to Costco on sample day and she just eats. She doesn't eat before she goes. Yeah. That's and breakfast, she just has lunch, lunch
0: there. Just keep going. Maybe you'll get them in the rotation yeah. of the next person that's microwaving or heating something up and, mm, and so you good. act like you're gonna buy it, you're like, Oh yeah, how much is it? Uh uh-huh. like, oh, where okay. is it in the store? Oh, right there. Oh. Oh, whoops. The best is my husband's a vegan. So when there's like meatballs or egg rolls, and yeah. I'm like, hmm, get one of those samples. Oh my gosh, it's your one chance to have meat. Yes, and multiple <laughs> multiple samples. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, sorry. Back okay. to Costco. Yep, there's shoe shopping at Costco. Yeah, so the author of uh,
1: <laughs> this book comes up to her, offers to write a book, um, and she writes people's victim stories, I guess, and, and is an award-winning writer, mentions, hey, listen, I can write Prairie Story for you. I was on the top 10 list, so you'll get compensated and you'll have money, basically, if you do this. But she didn't seem to be creepy about it.
0: Yeah, she seemed pretty well-adjusted. Mm-hmm. And so she invi- Nancy invites her to dinner, and there's a moment where... Prairie gets a little bit unsettled and she does some crazy hand motions, which later makes sense, yeah. but <laughs> here they are at dinner and they're talking about the kid, Jamie, who she wrote about the first time, uh-huh. and how Prairie is different. <laughs> Sorry. No. I don't
1: think What's that, honey?
0: I think this isn't going to work. But I can, we can do it however you... I can't give you what Jamie gave you is the problem. It's not about you giving me anything. His story has an end. Okay. She's like, mine doesn't. It's just beginning. The reason why she
1: says that is because the author mentions, listen, it gave him closure basically to write, you know, to go through all of it and then realize he could put an end to it when we wrote the end. Mm-hmm. But she sees this as a journey that is just, she's in the middle of and she has to complete.
0: Yes. And she eats pizza, and it tastes so delicious. <laughs> so there's that. Right. And then actually, the uh, the author says something, too, that she's like, hey, you know, th- yeah, how rude of me. Here you are, you were eating these, like, horse pellets while you were, <laughs> like, know. in this glass cage. <laughs> This pizza must taste so delicious. Oh, because she's a vegan.
1: Yes, she so, is. See, we brought that up on purpose, you guys. See how this all comes back to... It's all meant to be. <laughs> ...on Hill being a vegan. <laughs> That's yeah.
0: right, my husband. Um, then what happens? Okay, so we're
1: she's back We're back into the story. She's mm-hmm. telling the story to the people in the abandoned house, her little crew. Mm-hmm. And she starts to... Well, she shows that she isn't eating your pellets. Yeah, she's not eating she's not pellets. your pellets. Hap is kind of like, you have to eat... He, she says i'm going i'm not going to survive without sunlight and air yeah cuz i can't I'm live blind. without it so help me out here dude
0: mhm so he says so i guess like a few days pass and he opens up her glass cage and says to come up, to come with him and he takes her into the kitchen opens the door she feels the sun breathing in the air and he's looking at her all sexual again. You and, are really thinking he he's, wants to get sexual with her. Okay, because later on, you have to yeah. admit, she's making this special like Russian beet stew for him. And at some point he goes out to get her fresh parsley. Mm-hmm. And when he comes back, he touches her hand a little bit too long. And right before that, He's looking at her, and she's like, "You're looking at me," and he's like,
1: "Yes." I think he has affection for her. He he's falling in love with her, but I don't know if he wants to do her.
0: Well, okay, <laughs> I'm not. I guess maybe that's what I'm going. It's not. It's more of an intimate. It's not necessarily like let's go, wham, bam. I'm just saying he is feeling something more than just you are my, you know, my patient Adaptive. or my study uh-huh. participant. Even though she's not really willing, but. Yeah. That's so that's what I'm saying. There's all these underlying kind of sexual undertones. Do you you get I, that, right? I I get
1: the love part. And and oh, you know, okay. like but the but the sexual nature of it I don't really see. But maybe it's a fantasy you have and you want it to happen.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Her all of these liberties. I mean she's blind. Yeah. Yes, which I think for him is a benefit cuz he can't she can't see. And the if they were to get naked, she wouldn't be checking him out and going, "Well, oh. I don't like, you know, oh, you know what? Good point. Really, <laughs> like
1: comforting, you know. Like Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So okay, the, I won't right. get There's off that on too. that track.
0: But she becomes his housekeeper.
1: Yeah. She she does. And and I really um on a serious note like as a villain, as the antagonist, it's great to have your character be well-rounded, to show different sides of him, to show that he has empathy for her. You know, yes. he's not just because if you don't have a villain that has human sides that you can connect with, it's harder to get your story across and, and make people
0: like the story. Right. Because you just hate him and that's just that's where it. it's at. And there's no motive or. Yeah. Yeah. And he's he's a really layered character because at, at one point. You know, you get kind of what he's doing, just in terms of how dedicated he is to his work and the science of figuring out about these near-death experiences and what happens to people. Just his methods are a little questionable. Of oh, oh, a wow. little, yeah, okay, he's okay, not a little.
1: Captive in a cave below his house, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. good point. Yeah. They're
0: very questionable, but, but you he's do see very he's dedicated to it. Yes, yes, I yeah. agree. Uh-huh. So. You're right. He's a, he's a dimensional character that you kind of, you feel for him. And this choice that he's made to be alone in this, you know, his home. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. al- he's not alone because he has captives below, you know, in the basement, but he is alone. Sure. You know, there's no, there's no one doing the study with him. And I think maybe having Prairie help, you know, vacuum and clean and make dinner. There's someone there to like a relationship like a companion. Yeah. Whew. Who, So I know we're kind of jumping back and forth, but that's all that's happened. It, it, I mean, there, this is a, a crazy episode that kind of goes back and forth of, oh, yeah, you feel for him, but then you don't. But you ultimately, of course, feel for the four that are captive <laughs> down there. Absolutely. And one in the tub that we find out, too. Oh, yeah. That's the first time
1: yep. they mentioned a character named August. Mm-hmm. Rachel cries. She says, where's August? Um, you know, she. Uh, and we're like, who the hell is August? Yes. August is a girl who came in the month of August, so that's what they called her. They don't know where she's been. They took her up. He took her upstairs, and now she's nowhere to be found yet.
0: Yet. Oh, my gosh. Here's another thing that we talked about, too. We need to talk about this. Okay. So they have a stream of water that's going through, mm. and they determine between the four, is it time to clean our bodies? Is it time to drink? And so they've decided it's time to, you know, wash armpits and, you know, shave and stuff. They do that in the morning, I guess. And shaving. Uh, He allows Homer to have a razor.
1: What the hell? Like, I don't get that at all. I don't at all. Yeah. And is it the faith that he won't hurt himself? I I, just don't think if you're just, I mean, because even if he's taking him out of his cage to do his study, he might slit his... Mm -hmm. Like he might slit his throat, you know, because they do figure out a way to get past the whole, you know, I'm I've been knocked out by this gas thing.
0: Yes. And then there's a way to pass that razor to the other people along the stream. I just don't think that's plausible. And
1: is it just the purpose of the little scene to show that she doesn't know when to drink out of the stream because she takes a big old gulp of that shaving cream water? Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Because she can't see that they're shaving and doing other things. She just Washing wakes up their and pits. is hungry. Oh. oh, yeah. And then when she's out looking out into the sun, she feels around and there's some homemade bread right there, which oh. looked really delicious. She feels for a knife and then she makes a sandwich. You'd think that she'd take the knife and try to attack him or something. The door's open. The sun's there. He has
1: a look when when she grabs a knife that he expects her to wield it at him. But this is how their their love affair starts. Is that he really starts to trust her?
0: Because mm-hmm. what does she do immediately? Cut bread, make a sandwich. Yeah, and then doesn't eat it. She offers it to him. Right, and then he says, "All right, make everyone downstairs one too."
1: So they so. all get sandwiches. Yes, they do. Sandwich party.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there's a sandwich party, and Scott doesn't like that there's mustard. God, what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I was like, hey, you little what whiner. What if you have to
1: ruin it with mustard? Like, uh, I'm sorry. You've only had horse pellets for the last four
0: years, so shut up, Scott. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, well, should we play Homer's plan? Yeah. Because they're down there. They've worked on, wow, Prairie, you get to go upstairs. You get to help I have a plan to get us out of here, but it's very selfish. Here's Homer's plan. What are you going to do with a ring and a bill? You're going to mail it. And you'll leave a note
1: in it saying to send it to Mandy. She could use it to get my son uh, diapers or clothes or little music tapes to make him smart.
0: Are you you kidding me? If If I ever get up there again, I have to, like... Find the phone or hit him over the head with something. This is more important than that.
1: All right, please. No, it's not. What? It is. Giving Mandy a message is more important than all of you getting out of there. Uh, I don't think so, Homer. Do you think he's just, at this point, he's just losing it? Yeah, I guess so. I just think even to put the ring in there is too big of a risk.
0: Yeah, because the ring is gigantic. And, you know, they ask that, too. So, so... Prairie, the OA. She's telling the story, of course, to the you know the five disciples, or eventually, (laughs) you know, trust me until you get it. Believe me until you know close your eyes. Anyway, she um, was talking to them, and they come back out of it. And the other young man, um, Jesse, Mm -hmm. he's like, "Wait a second, not a good idea." Is clunky. How would you? He would know that Mm -hmm. that was there. And she's like, "Yeah, I know. It wasn't really the best plan." yeah did you put it in the middle of the stack? Yes, that's what they say
1: they so i I will give them this. The screenwriters are answering the questions that they think the audience would have, yes, sometimes, and that's good, <laughs> except for <Sometimes>. whenever they <laughs> put the uh cartoon in a in a a pier one quilt as her costume, which we hate
0: yeah, it's she's just, scary. It's supposed to be kind of a peaceful, serene. Feeling, but He's I don't potato get sack, that. Some
1: burlap, like that, looked way too commercial and manufactured and put out by Pier One. Sorry,
0: yeah, <laughs> sorry I, to Pier 1, Pier One. I love it, but but still, you know, I kind of feel like I wanted to see someone from like the nativity scene. Yeah, you know, kind of toga Roby kind of. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. Maybe that's just you know the notions that we always think of when we think of something kind of celestial and mm-hmm. you know. Romantically magical. Yeah, or make it
1: glowy or something. I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. my gosh. All right. So where, where are we now? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> where are we okay, in the story? so they eat
1: sandwiches. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the gas comes. Scott passes out. Mm. Oh, my gosh. So this gas. I guess, the, is this the first time we've seen the gas? First time. Okay. So basically, Hap is gassing them with this thing called devil's breath. Which is uh, something that they use to um, get people to be zombies. It's a real thing. I watched a documentary on it once. Oh, and it ha- yeah, it's a real thing and it comes from a plant, and it makes people basically unconscious of their decisions, almost like a mind sweep and men in black. like you don't remember anything you did, but you can get people to do things like go to the ATM, do this and do that. And it's like one of the most deadliest drugs out there because people can die and, you don't remember, so it's super frightening thing, and that's what he's using in Whoa. gas form. How do I get some of that?
0: <laughs> oh my god! Just kidding. Alexis. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What do kidding. you want to do? Gas the people at Costco? Come on! <laughs> Give me those meatballs. No, mm, no, no, no. Wow, <laughs> I, I didn't. I thought that was just some kind of. Uh, I don't know. No, it's a real thing. That's real. Oh, that's so mm-hmm. scary. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, he's been gassing these guys. We don't know why. We just see the chamber fill up with gas, and then he wheels he wheels him out and. That's kind of the mystery that is later answered, um, but back to her disciples. I don't know what do you call them? the motley crew, the I love gang calling of people. Them the disciples. It's very easy. We'll all be on the same page. The disciples. Okay. okay. So we go back to that, and you know they they, they meet for just an hour at night. She's, she has to tell her story in bits, and we see the teacher at school, and she's getting all of these calls about her brother's estate. Theo who just passed away and one thing that just broke my heart so she's listening to the voicemails. Yeah. And she you know the it's a lawyer going, "Hey, when you talk about your brother's estate." And then she has saved a voicemail from her brother. Oh. And she plays it over and over again and there's a, it's the loss of him, but it also I got the sense that they didn't have the best relationship as he, kids. before he passed or as, oh, as yeah. kids or and recently, because he's like, I'm just dropping a line to see how you're doing, Otter. And he, you know, used a little nickname. Yeah, the Otters. Yeah. So I thought that was really sweet. And can't we all relate? You know, life gets too busy. Too. Yeah. And, oh, you, fun <laughs> fact about Don. <laughs> I didn't know you liked Otters. Yeah, life gets busy. Oh, God. I mean, who doesn't like Otters? Yeah, they are pretty cute.
1: They hold hands while yeah. they're sleeping in the water. Mm-hmm. So they won't float away from each other
0: okay that's really cute that's it's like adorable. tubing as a child sitting
1: <laughs> <laughs> out there oh, on the lake oh you know what there was um, some promise of. and do we have a clip of this this okay. is where um, um, the families suck not the ones uh, <gasps> yes
0: okay so Prairie and Steve are sitting in the bathtub right yes they are and he's like what's the point of this you said we're gonna help people and then they also talk yeah about families so here is that
1: you said we were gonna help people do you mean, like, Homer and Scott and Rachel? So this is dangerous?
0: She's nodding, yes.
1: <laughs> Families suck. Mm. Yeah. Not all of them, though. Not the ones you build out of strange pieces. Mm -hmm. And they work. They don't look like they should, but they do.
0: Yep. And that's kind of what feels like is happening. It's true. Your chosen family.
1: I love that. Not that I don't like my own family. I'm just saying there are, you know, a lot of people don't have, you know, a father figure or, you know, when a stepdad comes in and he's more important than, you know, it's just... Or even a friendship, friendships, Mm -hmm. you know, like at this radio station, all the people I've met here. And, you know. Yeah. Your girlfriends, Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Crazy. Steve gets a little sweet on her for a second. I just want to mention that he tries to brush her hair away
0: from her face and she gets all upset. Oh, yeah. Because she was like, no touching. And then she runs away. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Steve. But I I didn't get that sense, though. I think he was just kind of like having a moment, but not a sexual Intimate like I want to kiss you kind of moment. I don't think Oh, I thought it was. Did you? Yeah. Oh my gosh, we're picking up different Whoa. sexual vibes. <laughs> we already know Steve's sexual from the first episode. Yes, we do. And then he gets downstairs and French comes in and you learn more about their past about how Steve used to beat him up mm-hmm. and then it it turned yeah, it escalates because yes. Steve
1: got rejected. See, anytime Steve gets rejected, he flies off the handle and beats somebody up. Whoever's
0: the first one there. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, I got it now. Yeah. I thought it was just because they were, you know, fighting back and forth. He's like, "Yeah, I know the crap hole house that you just came out of." <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "Well," ah! and then he jumps on him and he's choking him. He could have, he could have killed him. I know. And then he calls him the P word, which you know. Oh. What? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the B word. What's the B word? I don't even know. Grab them by the. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then. <laughs> I don't even know. Why can't I say that word? What is it? It's it's like a cat. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm hmm. I don't know. I'm Danger. weird. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So back to the bunker. Okay. And now yeah. now uh Prairie has become his helper, Hap's helper, the scientist. And she uh, has been cooking for him, too. And she tells him, I would really like for you to order some ingredients, because I guess he gets it delivered once a month mm-hmm. for this beet stew that my dad used to make me. Right and she has been collecting sleeping pills. And putting them in an Altoid box. Yep, crunching them down, <laughs> hiding them in her apron. Yeah. Why doesn't he give her a little pat down when he puts her back into the glass cage? You know he wants to. Yeah, maybe that's why he's not. Yeah, because yes. he feels like it could go to a sexual place. Mm. Okay. And he trusts her completely. Right, at this point. Mm-hmm. So she makes the stew... And then at one point, she's like, you're looking at me. He says, yes. And <laughs> then he decides, I want to go out and get you some fresh parsley to add onto this beet stew. Yeah. And so, yeah, he comes back in. And in that time, she's able to empty her Altoid box out <laughs> into the <laughs> stew. And he takes a couple bites of it. But before that, he's like, hey, you've worked so hard on this. You should have some, too. Oh my God, my heart started pounding. I was like, holy crap. And the music, it starts to escalate and gets like heartbeaty, like boom, boom, you know, louder and louder. So she's sitting there. Do I eat any of this? So she kind of pretends to. And he has two gigantic slurps of it. <laughs> and s- while well, this starts.
1: <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> <like a> <laughs> Are you choking?
1: What's in the soup? What do you put in the soup? Beets, onions, vegetable stock,
0: sour cream.
1: This vegetable stock has tomato paste. Uh I can't eat tomatoes.
0: It's okay.
1: I have an EpiPen.
0: Oh, okay. So that EpiPen doesn't work. The medicine is not inside. So she has to sort of go to the bathroom and get another one. But how believable is that? He's doing all of the online you d- ordered it ordering of it. He's clearly, as you look at him taking the gigantic slurps, there are chunks of tomatoes.
1: Yeah, they say he goes to the vegetable stock and tomato paste in it. Paste, you know, could be, but
0: you that's don't look true. Oh, maybe that's the beets. I don't know, but yeah.
1: yes, like you don't like if you're that allergic to tomatoes, you're not going to order something online like.
0: No. Yeah. We call BS on that. I think so. And then luckily he was able to kind of blame that because this could have just blown up her plan, you know, that here you are drugging me, which is what he essentially is doing too. But, oh, that was a very intense moment. So she goes to the bathroom and that's where she discovers August. She discovers in the medicine cabinet that Homer told her about Mm -hmm. that his championship ring is in there. Yep. Mm hmm. So
1: she accidentally drops the ring in the bathtub where she finds August's body in purple liquid. How how long has that girl been in there? Because they said she disappeared a long time ago. Has he had her in the freezer? Did you think about that? I did. Like, I- how long has this wacko had this girl in the liquid? Like, wouldn't she have rotted? You can't keep a
0: body like that. I don't get it. I don't either. And it was like a milky purple liquid. Was it? I don't know what that is. Maybe it's some pickling juice or something. Oh, sick. (laughs) Or some kind of... I don't get that. I just...
1: Maybe I just didn't understand it.
0: Yeah. And the smell. I mean, maybe Mm. that's part of it that, yeah, that soaking material. But regardless, the ring goes in and she starts digging for it. Luckily, she has the EpiPen in one of her hands. This is something that I thought
1: I did not think about in advance. When he is struggling... He says you don't know the door code, you'll they'll starve and die down there. And I thought holy crap, she doesn't know the door code to let them out. Yeah. So if she would have killed him, what is she gonna do? I mean I guess I don't know, she could have run away what for miles, you don't know where they are Mm-mm. to get somebody. Oh my gosh. I was like, oh crap, oh, she doesn't know good the point. door code. Well, just tell me real quick, dude, before you die.
0: Yes, please, come on. <laughs> and actually, it's funny because when uh, I was watching it, you 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 hear when one of the senses isn't as strong as the others, or it's just non-existent, like like your vision, mm-hmm. that everything else is heightened. Yeah. So I would ho- I just hoped that maybe you know that boop boop, boop 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 boop. and <then> she memorized <laughs> the she boop, boop. And so she just keeps trying it, and then it resets. Yeah. Like the door code
1: here when we get back in from the bathroom mm-hmm. at work. It's like if you mess it up, you got to start over.
0: Yeah, but at least you're not <laughs> logged, lo- you know, locked out. I was hoping that would happen, but that in fact didn't. So uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so anyway, he's he gets the EpiPen, and he says, "Go clean up," and then on her way to do that and go back down, she finds a bill, which is what Homer wanted in his plan. Mm-hmm. And she's crying, but she says, "There's hope because she has the bill." And the ring. Yeah. Mm hmm. But nothing went as planned. Ugh. So she transfers the bag to Homer, who's able to write on the bill phone numbers and addresses. Thank goodness he didn't just write, Dear Mandy, I'm being held captive. Yeah, just to her. You <laughs> he at least allow the others to <laughs> say something so dumb, yeah. to, for, to their folks or friends or and Scott didn't have anyone. He was just like just just Call the FBI. We need someone. So they use the stream to try to transfer it back to Prairie. So dumb. I mean, it's not dumb because what you don't have another choice, mm-hmm. but I was
1: really mad at her at this point. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, because she- Like, come on. At least put something in like, there to block it or put your foot in the way oh. or something- like, just, yeah, they weren't really planning. And then we watched the little bag with the with the ring and the bill oh go God. right down the drain. And, oh, the impossible happened and hope was gone. Here's a clip of that. How did you get it back? We didn't. Wait, so you lost Homer's ring?
1: Yeah. It's probably 8,000 feet underground. Jesse's right it was kind of impossible an impossible hope and when it was gone everything came crashing down with it yeah especially he didn't get to pay his verizon bill <laughs> yeah he might <laughs> He's have to be some like where the there? hell is my verizon <laughs> my phone's been cut off prairie
0: Oh my what god! Oh, so Homer kind of has a moment where he's like, "We tried, we tried and failed, but don't worry, you know we can do it again." And Prairie's on the ground crying. He says, "Get up!" And he oh, makes Lord. her jump a lot. This was dumb. And then all of a sudden, she starts feeling better. Flap you got, your wings, and this—oh yeah,
1: this is kind of like—it's mm, a foretaste. It's like, yeah, it's a yeah. Mm
0: hmm. So they all kind of sit down and talk about, you know, uh, if I get out of here, what am I going to do? And Rachel, the other female there, says the first thing I would do is I would sing for my little brother. He never got to hear me sing. Right. They were in a car crash on the way to Nashville.
1: She was going to take him and move there. And so anyway, it it sounds like we don't like this show because we keep pointing out the negative things about it. But we're just kind of bypassing the things that we like. So with that being said here's another negative thing (laughs) (laughs) so Homer's like
0: okay sing for us and here she sings I wish I knew
1: what to do with you but the truth is I ain't got a clue. Do
0: you? Do you? Stay awake, everyone. Stay awake. Oh, what? What? Uh, <laughs> done. Oh, done. Okay. That's enough.
1: Yeah, she just keeps going. Would she have made it to Hollywood in
0: American Idol past the first round with this song? No. No way. Just like Prairie and her violin skills. We're ho- we're hoping for Adele. Savant's here, like yeah. We need somebody that's like Celine Dion or Adele. Yes, and
1: hello, you can find them. There are plenty of actors out there that. I mean, she's turned around, so I don't even know if it was the actress herself singing that. That yeah. didn't sound good enough to be this whole like, hey, after my NDE, now I'm this amazing vocal talent. And speaking of that, yeah, what's Scott's talent or Homer's talent? Good question. So they need to keep with their theme. If they're going to do it, each one of them needs to have some. They need to have something that came talent. back
0: to them, or something that, yeah. <gasps> Good point, Don. In the plot. Good point. Oh my goodness! So, okay, so we're almost to the end of the episode. We here. are, yes. So now they're up in the kitchen again, and. Uh, Oh, Prairie is talking to Hap and they're just she makes him some coffee and she asks about August. What happened to August? Mm -hmm. And this is where this quote from him really kind of humanized him a little bit, a little bit again. You know, it's kind of like, you know, he's doing horrible, horrible things, but he has a a noble, bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. And well, here's what he says. Oh, and then what happens after? This scared me. God, I didn't know. Very all great work.
1: Important work. Comes at great cost. <gasps>
0: <gasps> okay, you hear the guys downstairs telling her to run.
1: Run, Prairie, run. Run, Forest, run. So she pushes <laughs> Hap down the stairs. Yeah, I did not see that coming.
0: No, and luckily she was able to break the w- the window and jump out. And then she start, you know, she's blind. So she's just trying to like figure it out in the dark, although it was, you know, daytime. But you can hear the wind kind of whistling through. And oh. then an eerie song starts. And then I'm like, I know this song. I know the song. What a wonderful world, plays, But in a creepy, weird voice. And she gets to the end and the whistling of the wind gets louder and louder and you see she's on the edge of like a canyon. Which,
1: I'm sorry, I thought it was like an old Aztec Peru, like a lost city. I thought, are we in freaking Peru? You oh. know what I mean? Like, oh. I, it looked like to me like the old, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. the old, um And I screamed out. I was like, Peru! Because <laughs> 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 it did. It looked like an old city structure, and I thought that they were in Peru. Oh. Yeah, and then I figured out they weren't in Peru, but I was waiting for something about Peru, like something about ancient aliens or some lost
0: civilization that didn't happen. Some other dimension that she (laughs)
1: No, it's She so opened dumb. the door I'm too. So stupid.
0: No, but it was you know where are they? It's, I mean, they did have to take a helicopter or a chopper or some kind of you know chopper, <laughs> chopper yeah. to get yeah. there. So okay, so she's at the edge of the canyon in Peru or somewhere. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, it's really like upstate New York or so. Who knows? I don't know. And she gets knocked over the
1: head, and then she gets clunked with the rifle. Which I, my heart sank. I was like, oh, no. Mm -hmm. Who is it? What happened? To me, it was an ancient Aztec civilization that hit her. I didn't know. (laughs) Could could be. (laughs) That's how weird this show is, you guys. You just don't know. Yeah. And this is why it's so good. It is good. It makes you expand your mind. Even though we, in this episode in particular, really pointed out a lot of hokey
0: things, Mm -hmm. we still love it. Yeah. And you're still kind of going along going, you know what? I'm kind of hate, at least for me. I I know you kind of were all in love, love, love the whole time. But for me, I was like, oh, but now I want to know who hit her. Now I want to know what's going to happen. And just drag you along, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do a really good job of that. And we have some more questions, of course, that always open up. So there you go. That's episode three. Yeah. So we're going to drag you along, hopefully, to the next episode. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. You can join the conversation on social media. Use hashtag my talk, the OA, and we'll do a wrap up show after all of the each episode, too, for what you're saying about the episodes. Maybe we're completely wrong here. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to make a Facebook <laughs> to page to you
1: guys. So look for Dawn and Alexis do the or Alexis and Dawn do the OA. Sorry, I put my name first. Perfect. Oh, (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Alexis and Dawn
0: do the OA on Facebook. Okay, yes. Like us and join the conversation there. So we'll see you next episode.
1: Bye. Bye.